And welcome to a special, a very special holiday edition of, well, we're going to go ahead and encompass all of our shows probably on this one. The yeah, Beach Boys Boys, so. the Rolling Stones, the 27 Club. So put on your, yeah, put on your favorite holiday record, uh, which I what? assume has to be this Jimi Hendrix single single yeah. that was apparently released in, I think, 1975 or something. That's incredible so, that it was like 75. Yeah. I would say your favorite holiday record should either be this or, um, yeah. you know, the Peanuts one by Vince Guaraldi. That one's quite good. Yeah, the Peanuts. Yeah, speaking of jazz, yeah. <laughs> jazz music. That's right. Well, welcome in, PJ. I see you have your Santa hat on and you've dyed your beard white. I, it kind of just looks like you dipped it in a bag of flour or something for this. Yeah, I made cinnamon rolls earlier. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just the it's just a, a mess. It's I'm not yeah. Purpose. I my mixer doesn't have a low setting on it. It's broken, so it's yeah. either off or uh, high. And oh yeah, yeah. So every time I put flour in, it, it just goes up my yeah. face. Same with my blender, where I just lost the lid. And so I just yeah. kind of like hold my hand over it, but it, it works about, you know, 40%. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then this hat is actually, I think you saw it wrong. This is a mega hat, not a Santa hat. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You just have the little like Santa pom pom kind of thing sticking on the top. So, yeah. I it's thought so, it, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. 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 I didn't know that they were making those in red satin now. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I didn't know there was a new version. Well, I thought it was still just like the Gildan cotton. Yeah, I mean, Kanye's doing a lot of weird mashups these days. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. That's him, yeah. Okay, yeah. interesting. I got it off of Yeezy.com. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, along with all the Yeezy Gap hoodies, you got yeah. your, <laughs> your MAGA yeah. Santa hat. Yeah. They were all really cheap for some reason. All were discounted like 96%. That is weird. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Um, cool. Well, welcome to the show, <laughs> PJ, I guess. Welcome to the um, show, Pete. It's been thank a while. You. It, you know what? It has been a little bit, and for mm-hmm. our listeners out there, it's been even longer because we're recording this probably about a week before it'll come out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Time moves. Man, time is crazy, huh? Well, welcome back, listeners. Thank you. And I'm I'm the proxy for the listeners. When yeah. we vote, it's you, it's your vote, my vote, and then I proxy for the listeners. So. Yeah, which is the yeah. only proper way to do it because we want the listeners to have a say in the show. Yeah. It's a... Exactly. I mean, some people call it socialist. I call it fair. <laughs> yeah, and then you proxy for our sponsors. Oh yeah, yeah. So we yeah. have socialism and capitalism represented. It's good. yeah. It's good well, stuff, the my pillow guy texts me when exactly. He wants to vote, so yeah. Um, hey PJ, that base on the wall behind you. Yeah, that doesn't happen to be the base that I owned in college, does it? No, it is okay. not. Is it uh, a real version of the base mine was a knockoff of? <laughs> I think yours was a, a P base. Mine was, yours was a precision base, right? Uh, I mean, it was, I, I think so. It looks very, it looked yeah. very similar to that one. Uh, this is a Fender Jazz bass. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So I think it's shaped different. Let me look these up real quick. I owned that thing for about four months before I realized that playing bass by yourself is really boring. Hey, we jammed a few times. That's true. Uh, and then... Yes, you're right. Mine was a precision base, but it did have the. It was the same color, the sun, sunburst drop, whatever yeah. they call it, and a tortoise shell pick guard. So, well, it's a good looking base, PJ. Thanks. I like it. Well, welcome to the show, everyone. We're doing a very special, our only our second holiday episode ever, right? I don't think we've 
I'm on. I believe that is correct. I think the um, Beach Boys was our only one. Yeah, well, yeah, the Stones didn't have a Christmas album. Yeah. So our second holiday episode ever, and uh, it's kind of just a for fun episode, basically, yeah. is all it is. We're going to talk a little bit about some 27 Club news. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Christmas music. We're going to yeah. talk a little bit about Spotify wrapped, of course, because Joe needs our money and support. Yeah. Um, and then we're also, I think, just going to talk about general music. So for people who like and the parts at the end of our regular episodes where it's yeah. just us dicking around, this is going to be your favorite episode of all time, I think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, also, we're going to talk about our next podcast adventure. That's right. Thank you. I left the uh, I left out the most important part or the the biggest reveal. Yeah, a, a, a big announce. Mm-hmm. And for people who like um, good podcasts, this will probably be your least favorite episode. Yeah, not going to be a lot of structure. I'm going to tell you that right now. Not a lot of structure. My notes are like four lines long. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have four bullet points of just shit to talk about. So that sounds right. It's going to be good. All right, well, so let's jump on to our first, our first topic. So our intro music, uh, PJ, you want to go ahead and take a guess who that was? Just for the to proxy for the mm-hmm. listeners, I'll hand it off to you. But who do you who do you think that was? Oh, let's see. I don't think Christmas was invented in the twenties, so it probably wasn't Robert Johnson. <laughs> yeah, it was really good, so it probably wasn't Badfinger. <laughs> there was no organ. So it's got to be, I didn't hear any screaming either. It's got to be Jimi Hendrix. It was Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. So, so apparently I, right. I, I did not know this crazily until right now. Um, until today when I thought, I wonder if any 27 club members uh, <laughs> have released Christmas music. And my, I didn't look past this. I think I looked up. I think actually Jimi Hendrix was my very first Google, and it turns out that he does have, excuse me, a uh, a Christmas single. And so it is called, well, it's a medley. So it's called <laughs> Little Drummer Boy slash Silent Night slash Old Lang Syne. And it was apparently recorded during the rehearsals for the Band of Gypsies live shows, which if you remember were oh. over like New Year's Eve. Yeah. And so they were, uh, yeah, recording and kind of jamming in the studio and recorded it then. Um, and so, yeah, apparently in 1974, I think, yeah, rec- according to an article I found, there was a, <laughs> they say EP, but it, it was, it's only two songs. It's, well, I imagine the extended version was not the B side of these two. I think the extended version is only spotify yeah i think the original single was literally just the shortish version of the medley and then the b-side was a song called the three little bears that apparently was recorded for electric ladyland and was never released huh okay um yeah that's a single that's not a that's not an ep yeah yeah that's just an yeah so and then yeah there's an extended version of the christmas song or the christmas medley that was apparently released in like 2010 or something yeah yeah, that sounds right. So this has been, you know, our first foray into the extended posthumous Jimi Hendrix catalog. There's like 500 albums. Yeah. Um, he recorded, he's like Prince. He recorded I was going to say lot. Prince is probably the only person 
who's going to exceed the amount of posthumous Jimi Hendrix albums because there's like yeah yeah well, for he, every he's also planned it for thirty years <laughs> yeah true so and another great part of this I'm gonna go ahead and message you is apparently he did a photo shoot oh, yes uh where he dressed up as Santa that's incredible all right you're gonna get your favorite a Pinterest link oh dude I love when people go on Pinterest and post pictures of Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> I know. It's wild how much stuff I end up finding on Pinterest. A lot of like music, a lot of weird music stuff, and also a lot of like vintage clothing stuff if I'm Googling around to figure out some yes, random thing. They're, so Pinterest for me, oh my God, that is the worst <laughs> fake beard ever. And I like that, I like that he's holding up two versions of, yes. um, of uh, Electric Ladyland or... Or Axis Bold as Love. Axis Bold as Love, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And one of them is completely in the shadows and obscured by a Charlie (laughs) Brown-esque Christmas tree. Yep, yep. And I like in the background how you can see that they, like, hung leaves to make it more decorative, but it's just hanging from a mic stand. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, you can clearly see the mic stand. And also, it's the most obvious, like, fake backdrop, just plain green. It's just plain green cloth behind him. It's... It's really great. <laughs> it looks like somebody ran to like the hobby store really quick to like make his costume. Yeah, you know what it looks like actually. Yeah, exactly. Like it, he has his big his like cowboy hat with the big feather in it and stuff. It looks kind of photoshopped, honestly. If I wasn't sure that it was real by doing yeah. research, it, it looks like someone just took his face and like somehow inserted it into a bad Santa costume yeah. and then photoshopped a couple. Uh, records in there because it it's not a, a well-made or a well uh well done photograph not at all if you like click on this link and then go down there's a picture of uh kurt cobain in his famous sunglasses but they're red and he's holding a santa and he's nice. got a garland boa and then there's also a picture of uh mick jagger and somebody else who i don't believe is in the Rolling Stones, uh, dressed as Santa. Interesting. Oh, and if you scroll, it has basically every rock star dressed as Santa. Yeah, on mine, I just see, so on mine in order, Alice Cooper. Yep. I have uh, which also looks Photoshopped. David Bowie, which is 100% Photoshopped. And then Queen, which is also Photoshopped. So just a lot of action. Maybe that's why it looks Photoshopped to me, <laughs> because all these other ones are all so obviously fake. Are. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see the Mick Jagger one now. Yeah. His someone's oh. fave Mick Jagger pick ever. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, um, I'm gonna save it to my motorcycles. <laughs> There's a great page. one. <laughs> There's a great one with John and Yoko in out in Christmas outfits, looking so down and dour and sad that it's oh, really incredible. That. And then Mary Hopkin of all people, Paul's uh, protege. Yeah. is sitting with them and also just looks like she doesn't want to be there. No one wants to be there and they're in front of a filing cabinet in like the Apple yeah. offices, I'm going to guess. It's so bad. Yeah, it looks, man. It's such a depressing photo. This is... The, it's so funny that there are <laughs> photographers that were just like, hey, famous person, put this on. Yeah. And then they don't look like they want to be there. They just why seem would, confused. Yeah, why would they have agreed to it? Oh, I see the Kirk one. That's fun with the blow-up Santa doll. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty great. Um, yeah, Alice Cooper apparently really likes dressing up as Santa. There's multiples. Yeah, there's a lot of him dressed as Santa. 
Oh, nice. There's a zoomed-in version of John and Yoko looking incredibly sad that as Santa yeah. and Mrs. Claus. Uh, uh. That's amazing. <laughs> that's when they figured out war was not going to be over. Yeah. <laughs> um, Damn. Oh, here's the best Queen Santa one. Not the Photoshopped one of them four in Santa hats. There's a guy dressed up as Santa with Freddie Mercury on his shoulders on stage yes. riding yeah, I, I That rules. That one I saw, too. <laughs> There's a lot Fantastic. of like David Bowie. There's a lot of Photoshop pictures of him. Yeah. There, there's one that is not Photoshopped. Uh, and then there's one where he's wearing um, reindeer ears. Oh. Uh, I guess they're not ears. That's they're strange. antlers. Yeah. So he must have really loved Christmas. I mean, he did do that thing with Bing Crosby. That's right. Yes. Yeah, so we know he loves at least that that Christmas song. Um, Peter. You know how you have a uh, serious XM chat? Oh yeah, of course I yes. I think I would like to um Oh, here's another one of Mick Jagger Santa. I would I would like to um have my own segment that's trying to reach out to uh you know, a younger demographic, maybe the 12 sure. to 18 range. Um and I want to okay. call it uh TikTok Corner. <laughs> okay, yeah, this is good. I think we've you know, we've mentioned TikTok a couple times, namely, apparently, that songs are inexplicably popular on TikTok that we that we know as old men. Yes. That is the weirdest thing about TikTok is like, why are the, why are the 13th floor elevators popular now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, look, man, at least they're listening to good old fashioned music, PJ. Hell yeah, brother. That's why I'm commenting on all those YouTube videos. Like TikTok brought me here, but I'm one of the 20 year olds who loves music from the 60s. Yeah, who well, loves it, real music? Yeah. See, I was going there and comment. Who's still listening in 2022? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. Soon I'm gonna have to change that. But yeah. Um, so I, I there's God, two that's such I was a long say. first month of the year to go through all your YouTube comments I and know, then for the new year. Yeah. I, the first quarter is really rough for me every year. You can tell it's a new year because I keep commenting on YouTube all the time. <laughs> still listening in the previous year. Yeah. yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Somebody told me I could just write a code and it would do it automatically, but that sounds <laughs> yeah. hard. Yeah. Um. Oh, no. Damn it. Can I just do it on my phone? Sorry. No, it's all good. I'm just still scrolling through the Pinterest photos, and uh, I found a. There's, they've gotten a lot worse, but there is a semi-entertaining one of Ginger Rogers on a Santa Claus's lap, and then two other Santa Clauses like closing in on her. And if that's not, you know, <laughs> a, in a, in 2022, a sexual assault suit waiting to happen. I know with this oh, woke oh, mafia. Boy. Yeah. Oh, I meant it like in a good way. Like she probably shouldn't be being assaulted by three Santas. Oh, yeah, like, I meant that, it that. No, way that's too, okay. Actually. I mean, that's okay. Yeah, we can just. I mean, look, PJ, that's what's wrong with the world today. No one's allowed to disagree, man. You know what? You're right. <laughs> I made it far down enough. Now there's just a picture of uh, Jillian Anderson from the X Files with a banana in her nose for some reason. <laughs> hmm. In yeah. her nose. Yeah, stuck up her nose, like the the stem part. Seems like it would hurt. It does seem like it would hurt. Okay, Pete. Yeah. I All found right. what I was looking for. Sure. So this... God, I killed him. So, that was so great. That was the best part of the show. Anyway. 
This is a TikTok that uh, I found that I thought was very amusing. Um, This man is supposing this. The first song is uh, similar to how John Lennon would write Christmas songs, and the second song is how Paul McCartney would write Christmas songs. Okay, sure. It's Christmas Day. People are dying. Go fuck yourself. It's Christmas time. Get out the wine. Uncle Jim's in his favorite jumper. I got a real. That's just the that's just the difference between Paul and John songs in general. In general, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It it really like it's a TikTok I saw, and um, you know, because I'm apparently a fucking boomer, I laughed at it yeah. for way too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's pretty great. Anyway, well, that might not good. have been PJ, worth the amount of time. No, this is so good. That. I'm so excited that we're finally appealing to a younger demo. Instead yeah. of all those people yeah. who were like going to high school when Kurt Cobain died, now we're getting people who are going to high school when they're when the idea of a Kurt Cobain Nirvana T-shirt is dying. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're it's like perfect. these are kind of passe now. Like that was when I was a sophomore, and now I'm a junior. Yeah. So, now yeah. I'm gonna start wearing the Strokes T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, update it by a couple years. Yeah, that's right. Oh, what a good fucking song, dude. Hey, you're listening to Pete and PJ in the morning. Watch out there on the five. There's some heavy traffic and slowdowns right around Motor Center exit. I'm just choosing Portland ones. Later <laughs> on, we've got two ladies who are going to wrestle in Nevada banana pudding. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but right now, we've got Dickface with his patented What's New in the News section segment. All right, Dickface, what's new? Uh, hey guys, Dickface here. Uh, I got, uh, it's actually kind of apropos to my name, because did you see, did you see, and did you see this week in the news? Did you see guys, uh, Dickface here, did you see this week in the news? (laughs) Apparently the, uh, the plaster cast of Jimi Hendrix's penis is going to go on display at a museum in Iceland. What? Plaster cast of his penis? I'd like to see that. Plaster caster? I barely know her. Dickface would probably like to put it in his ass. Hey, hey, I told you that in confidence. I don't know why it's Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> hey, what's the deal with putting Jimi Hendrix's dick in your butt? What's the deal with telling you things in confidence? Uh, yeah, so this is, I feel terrible because this was, I think, during our run. This The article I found was from May 25th of this year. Oh, yeah, that was definitely um, like prime Hendrix yeah. time even. We totally missed this news, but... Apparently, yes, a plaster cast of Jimi Hendrix's penis was at least uh, on display over the summer at what is called the Icelandic Phallological Museum in Reykjavik, Iceland, which you I'm going to go ahead and guess phallological means it's penis-themed. Yes, I have. I saw an episode of a show about this. They have, like, nice. whale penises and a bunch of weird shit. Um, there you go. Is this by that Cynthia Plaster Caster lady? Yes. So how I found out about this was she died somewhat recently. Like, not that recently, but I think since April. the show. Since we ended our show. Yeah. Oh, wait, really? Okay. Well, yeah. whatever. Um, she died at some point, and somehow I ran across that, and then also then read about her and did not had not heard of her, crazily, for all of my, you, what I really? think is, like, good esoteric, yeah. You know what's sad? Uh, 60s Born in rock Chicago, knowledge. died in Chicago. Waste of a life. <laughs> is that sad? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and then let me send you the You really photo haven't heard of this of it. No, I hadn't. Not, oh, okay. not until this. Yeah. 
not she until was, this. Uh, she started when she was like, like this year. 16, 16 or something. Like way too young. Yeah. Like I think it, it was, wow. I think she was of legal age, but it was close maybe. Yeah. I think kiss wrote a song about her. Yes. Called plaster caster. Right. And so yeah, that, she apparently made a, I learned a recently living from as an, an episode artist. of a podcast. Yeah. Not a living. She apparently only did a few and never really did anything with them in the 60s. It was just kind of like an in-joke thing in the music world. They're like, oh, yeah. Cynthia can come cast your dick. And then it was like just a funny, like weird art thing to do. Yeah. But since she's gotten older, they've been on display and stuff more. And she's done more interviews about it. So I sent yeah. you two photos. The first one is just hilariously artistic. It's like all in deep shadows and stuff. Yeah. It is <laughs> it's funny. really funny. Um, so his dick girthy as shit, like not well, even particularly long, but I, don't I mean, maybe I'm revealing something about, it. they got to put a Red Bull can or something next to it. So I know how big it oh, is. Oh, well here. So let me send you the next photo that I have, which is apparently all of her cast she's done, I think in I, one little circle. I've seen that picture. Okay. Yeah. So then the, we can pick out the Jimmy one cause it's the most direct and the largest. That is very big. And then there's also one that is wildly bent and I don't know if that's, it's wildly okay bad. Are not. you talking about the one that's like the little guy, the little teeny weeny guy? Yeah, oh, it's, it's straight up an L shape. Yeah. Oh, but then yeah, the other one on the left also. That's it's, what I'm. It's like it's yeah. It's a. It's like it's trying to stick its chin like inside its jacket on a cold <laughs> winter's day. That's what the head's doing. Oh, that one is so bent. You it's gotta, really strange. You gotta hope it, that was the plaster that. Right. Like, right. But that. You know, I don't even know if that one, um, the smallest one there, is even that small. It's just near Jimi Hendrix's. There's also <laughs> the one, one in the th- middle or the one on the left. The the one in the, well, what picture are you looking at? Oh, you said the one the, I just sent of like the little. It's like a Stonehenge of Dick. Yeah. See, I was looking at yeah. a picture of this one, but they're next to it. I'm talking okay. about the one in the middle. Oh, the no, one in the I'm, middle kind of looks like it's just like half I was, of Sorry, no, I was talking about the one like on the, the, the right that looks uncircumcised. Mm. Yeah. Um, and also like really small compared to some of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who's, so anyway. One of these guys that, has gigantic testicles. <laughs> yeah, that one on good. the like front left. Yeah, yeah. That's not, those are huge, right? <laughs> they seem pretty big. They're definitely not the biggest I've seen. Uh, I guess in comparison <laughs> to the rest of his penis, they are huge. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, yeah, that's an enormous cock, Jimi Hendrix. So, you know, hopefully it comes to a museum near you soon and you can check it out yourself. I would love to, I'd love to see that. Uh, I can, you know, I can almost imagine feeling it in my mouth just by looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real powdery, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chalky, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's nice, though. That's good. 27 Club News, our first and last segment, not even during the 27 Club, of 27 Club News. Uh, Hey, speaking of, I should have asked you before the show, I forgot, and I totally forgot to add this to our potential agenda, so this can just be edited out, maybe, but did okay. you watch the Weird Al movie? I sure did. Oh, okay. Then we got to talk about the Weird Al movie, too, because okay. there's multiple yeah. things for the show. All right. Well, let's move on and talk about the Weird Al movie. Then. <laughs> 
And now the song that got most of our podcast guests into Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, seemingly. smells. Yeah, Weird Al Yankovic smells like Nirvana. So oh, I could have talked for a lot longer. Yeah. Um, so let's talk uh, the Weird Al movie, which I don't even yeah. remember the fucking name of. What is? The uh, name it's of called that? Weird, I think. Oh yeah, Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't want people to think that we're doing this segment because the next podcast we're going to do is Weird Al. That is not the case. You know what? And you can take this all the way to the fucking bank. We will never do a Weird Al podcast. No, we'll just, just get talk that about him a weird amount on our other little podcasts. skulls right now. We will never touch Weird Al. Never. He's untouchable. Never. Exactly. Uh, mostly now that the movie's out, I think there will probably be a lot. I mean, there already were some bigger podcasts yeah. covering it, and so yeah, we, we well, missed out on our like chance. Friends with so many comedians that anybody who wants right. to do one with him can get him on, probably. Right, right, exactly. PJ. Yeah. So, the Weird Al movie. If people haven't seen it, it's free to watch, so there's literally no excuse to not watch it. Yeah. Uh, first of all, and second of all, it's one of the funniest movies I have seen in years. It's probably the consistent hardest I've laughed since I was in like high school and went and saw Anchorman two in the theater, and it like hit perfectly as well of just like constant laughter. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty good. You would have been in college when that movie came out, pal. Freshman year of college, I'm gonna hope and say, because I don't remember. 2013. When did that come out? Yeah, freshman year of college then. Yeah. You know what? Basically still high school. All right, fair. Fair yeah. point. Yeah. Um, or that movie, The Diplomat, I want to say it was called, with Seth Rogen and James Franco. The Interview. The Interview, thank you, uh, which I was stoned out of my mind for, and that is the only reason I laughed really, <laughs> really hard at it, because I don't think it's probably very funny. But I remember watching that when the Sony leaks happened. Like, Whoa. somebody leaked the whole movie, and yeah, I was yeah. like, well, I'll just watch that. And then it came out on Netflix, like, two days later. Yeah. Nice. Um, uh, Anchorman 2 was not good. I watched it in, like, 2018, no. I think the minute though. I walked out of the theater, I don't even think we laughed about it, like, the rest of that night. I think the minute yeah. we all walked out of the theater, but it was just me and a bunch of my, you know, dumb freshman bro friends. Yeah. And I just remember it hitting, like, perfectly. Like, every joke yeah. was like, oh, my God, that's so fun. Yeah. Anyway, See, but the Weird Al movie. Both of those movies act <laughs> as a good, a very good series of jokes, but they are not good movies. No, you know. And the Weird Al movie is both. Yes. Yeah. It, the Weird Al movie is essentially yeah, it is one of the most like packed full of jokes movies I've ever seen, and then is also just a really great biopic and parody of biopics. Yeah. So, all in one. So, but the the two things, I mean, aside from the fact that we've talked about Weird Al a lot on the show, but the main thing we had to talk about was the Doors parody scene. Yeah. Because it answered the question of whether he flashed his dick on stage, and it, it kind of seems like maybe he didn't, because I did not see Daniel Radcliffe's dick, and we know that that guy That's whips true. it out. That's He'll whip true. it out in a horse-themed uh, yeah. play. Equius. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So there's really no excuse for them not to have gone the full... Monty, I was so disappointed. I wanted to see that ween. Exactly. I wonder if you can Hit Google pictures of it. His little Harry Potter wand, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's yeah. a very dick-heavy episode. I apologize. Yeah. 
Speaking of, and now people are like, yeah, whatever. I'm trying to pass off that I was immature when I saw Anchorman 2, and we just keep making dumb dick jokes. Yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> uh, you can definitely find pictures of his butt, but um, mm. Damn. M- most of the wiener pictures are edited out. Shit. Damn it. Fuck. Oh, here's one instead of riding on a... Oh, my God. This is the most foul picture I've ever seen in my life. Um, instead of riding on a um, broom for a Quidditch, he is, yeah. somebody photoshopped it as a um, a giant penis. Yeah. Nice. It was. Uh, it's from Reddit. I wonder if I can... Do you want to see it? Sure. Why not? Um... So my question to you, PJ. So in the movie, there is a scene because Weird Al in the movie hits rock bottom. He's like drinking a lot and is really angry Mm -hmm. um, and doesn't feel like his career is going. (laughs) It's going, Jesus. Wow, tip first. That is the most down a penis hole I've ever seen that wasn't my own. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) Wow. Um, Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Now I see. I was like, that doesn't sound that, that uh, lewd. But no, no. you're right. <laughs> it's it's pretty foul. Um. Anyway, so Al's at rock bottom. He's drinking. He he has to go on stage for a big show. So he gets out there with a whiskey bottle in his hand. He goes out shirtless without his his uh, trademark Hawaiian shirt. So he goes out shirtless with a whiskey bottle in his hand and he's staggering around the stage doing the Jim Morrison, you know, ranting, ranting and raving thing, asking if they want to see his dick and all that. Um, So my question to you is, do you think that was the entire, the only reason that Daniel Radcliffe was so ripped for that movie? Because he was in really good shape and Weird Al is just a guy. And so I wondered if he was in really good shape just for that scene so that they could do the Jim Morrison thing. It's very funny um, yeah. that he's ripped and very yeah. handsome and Weird Al is neither of those things. So, um, yeah, that's true. So it might have just been. So I think it was just a good bit. I also think he's probably just jacked because he's very rich and he's also like a tiny man. And yeah. I think if you're like that little, I think it's kind of easy to get ripped. Sure. Yeah. So that's my thought. It would be very funny if he was out of shape and then they made him do like Marvel movie shit that's, just for that scene. That's kind of what I was thinking because in it, it, yeah. And I think you might be right about it just being kind of a joke that Weird Al is so not that guy. And then he's just yep. ripped the entire time. But cause he's too muscular to even be Jim Morrison. So that's why yeah. I was like, I don't really think it is just for this scene, but it was no. kind of the only logic I could think of aside from, yeah, the just Jim the Morrison was joke was a twiggy little fucker. And then he yeah. got fat. Yeah. I mean, he was definitely, and like we talked about, he didn't get fat really. He got no, he a just little got husky. Yeah, like, yeah basically he got n- normal. Uh, yeah, yeah. He still could have popped that shirt off, and no one would have really worried about it. <laughs> well, in the seventies, they would have. But like seeing photos where it's like, <laughs> oh, he got so fat. It's like he didn't really. I don't know, dude. I think the seventies was peak time for husky, hairy dude to take off his shirt. <laughs> think that was when it was the, the most okay the late in human 70s history. probably yeah, yeah. Early 70s. yeah late 70s early 80s yeah yeah if you watch get back all of those people look malnourished but gotcha. they're just eating toast and i guess i'm just so. thinking of like the jaws beach scenes where just everybody is like you know very dad bod very hairy 
and very happy with it, wearing the tiniest little swim trunks. That's fair, but, you know, Jim Morrison was a um, sex symbol That's of true. sorts. Uh, did you have a favorite part or scene or joke in the movie, PJ? Um, I... Just to flesh this segment out a little bit. Um, I think two things. One was just the best, like, I think the hardest I laughed was when he's talking to his roommates and then, uh, they start playing instruments and, uh, they're like, oh yeah, we didn't think that this was an important thing earlier. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't think it, it would matter until now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was very funny. And then also the whole like side thing with Pablo Escobar <laughs> yeah. was <laughs> made no sense. Yeah. And the, the idea that Pablo Escobar really loves Weird Al. Uh-huh. And also the fact that this movie surmises that Eat It was written before Beat It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there were multiple things. Like, yes, yeah, so the Michael Jackson thing was really interesting. And by the time they got to that joke, I was actually kind of thinking, oh, they're just going to skip all the Michael Jacksons. Like, they're just going to pretend yeah. they didn't exist is how they're going to handle this. But instead, yeah, that was a pretty great way to handle it as well. But, uh, yeah, I think my uh, s- same with the roommates. My favorite, at least let's just like running gag was him like being this weird outcast nerd living with these total bro like surfer dude roommates who were all the most supportive nice people on earth and we're just like you have to follow your dreams and your baloney song is really good Al. like just being so incredibly supportive and then his asshole parents like contrasted with that it's so fucking funny that it it was yeah yeah that was very funny to me yeah i loved it so it was great though if again if you haven't seen it it is definitely like one of the best i mean one of the best movies i've seen this year it I've also had seen like three or four movies but a lot of very good comedians in it just as stupid mm-hmm. little cameos um yes basically every comedian i love was in it yeah yeah well that's been weird al <laughs> the weird al weird the weird corner i don't know what we never had an official Weird Al segment. Yakking about Yankovic. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Well, PJ, let's get to the meat of the show. What people Ooh. have been waiting for. Yeah. No, it won't be an announcement of what show we're doing next. No. Nope. No, it won't be Pete's favorite Christmas songs. No, we're going to talk our Spotify wrapped of 2022, baby. Um, Peter, I'm going to uh, tell you right now. My Spotify list is all over the place, and it's kind of fucking bonkers. Same with mine, but I'm, want, that's why we're sharing. Do you want me sharing. to go first, or you want to go first? Sure, you can go first. Okay. I'll read it as it comes <clears> up. <throat> yeah, presenting PJ's Spotify Wrapped. Hell 20, yeah. 22 Wrapped. Enough about 2022. Let's talk about you. Welcome to your Wrapped, PJ. This year, you ventured into the genreverse. Hell yeah. Hey, me too, I think. You explored 28 different genres. Shit. Look at you, you little astronaut. Number one. <laughs> you little asshole. <laughs> uh, the number one genre was country rock. Number two was new Americana. Num- ah! Okay, it's going too fast. Damn it. Um, I wish you could skip forward in it, but you can't. So I'll just read it really quick. Okay. 
follow me Wait, down. so which of those genres are the doors? Okay, country rock, new Americana, contemporary country, brill, building pop, and indie rock. <laughs> None of those are the doors. None of those the are the doors. What the fuck now? All right. Um, from sunrise to sunset, you kept it interesting. Sure. Your morning started with hardcore reflective mayhem. Sure. You seized the day with chill love happy. Sure. Whatever that means. I don't know. I think it's supposed to be like time of day when you're listening and to this stuff. And then you embrace the night with poetic, rebellious, cathartic. Wow. All that listening added up. 11,384 minutes. That's more Whoa. than 60% of other listeners in the United States. With one song, it was Love at First Listen. <laughs> <laughs> that song is Your this. top song was My Maria by Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> nice. PJ. I played yeah. it 17 times. You played 2,138 songs, but these songs played again and again. It's going to be wild. My Maria by Brooks and Dunn. A Lesson in Leaving by Dottie West. Goodbye Summer, Johnny Fritz. Your Man, Josh Turner. And The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down by The Band. Nice. Your year can't be contained in a playlist, but we tried anyway. Your sure. top songs, 2022. How nice of them. Um, you listened to 1,021 artists this year, but one ruled your world, and it was The Doors. Hell you spent yeah. 550 minutes together. You were the top 1% of Doors listeners this year. <laughs> you couldn't stop listening to Touch Me because I would play it every time we recorded. <laughs> yeah. You liked these artists so much, we put them on a cover of a magazine, kind of. My top artists were The Doors, Tyler Childers, Dan Reeder. Nice. Dan Reeder's on every year. Nirvana, and then Elvis Presley. Nice. And it's not because that Elvis movie came out. I didn't even watch it. This year, you had layers like an onion, but you listened to music unlike an onion. Time to meet your listening personality. Another guy too young him i got really into like 90s country this year nice uh the specialist you you you're selective with music and artists you listen to but once you've got lots of love to go around once you decide you like an artist and then it said more stuff that i'm not gonna yeah. go back thanks for spending 2022 with us here's your year squeezed into something how See, sweet and here's the issue with my spotify raps always is that this podcast skews them so bad? Yeah. Um, they, yeah, they're, I can never share them because I'm like, well, I don't actually like the doors that much, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I like them, but they were 100% yeah. not my top artists this year. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think we've talked about this before on the show, but for me as well, I'll listen to Spotify a lot, but then I'll also download a lot of music. Yeah. And actually just listen through iTunes. And so, like, a lot of my, stuff I've listened to most was stuff that I listened to like one time on Spotify and then was like, fuck, this is really good. I'm going to just buy it yeah. and then I'll buy it and download it and then listen to it a million times just on right. my Yeah, you, phone you and I instead. both still yeah. use not Apple Music, but iTunes. Actual um, iTunes. <laughs> so I think that also factors into our weird playlist. Yeah. Well, I don't know if yours is weird yet, I suppose. Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, well, let's do mine. I'm just going to hold mine up. What the fuck? It just went away. God damn it, Spotify. <laughs> Come on. It's weird how hard it is to find your wrapped. And then whenever you don't want it, they keep they really want you to do it. Boy, it's weird that they're trying to get me to listen to MIA. It's bad timing, Spotify. Fly like paper, get high like... Wait, why is that bad? 
Is she bad? Did she get? Uh, yeah, she did some interview in the last year ranting about how dumb it is to be forced to get a vaccine. So, oh, oh here we go. If you go to your search, wrapped is the top thing. There we go. How do I just play? Here we go. Oh, you must have listened to Janice Joplin. Yeah. Enough about 2022. Let's talk about you. Welcome to your rap, baby. Mine says baby. I also ventured into the genreverse. I explored 14 genres. Look at you, you little asshole. <laughs> My top genres were rock, indie pop, bubblegum pop, classic soul, and hip hop. I also kept it interesting from sunrise to sunset. Angst, mayhem, nostalgia in the morning, whatever that means. I seize the day with golden hour tender escapism. <laughs> this is so dumb. Yeah. And I embrace the night with uplifting Huga charming. I don't okay. know what that means. Yeah. All that listening added up to 5,601 minutes. Less than half of you. Yeah. With one song, it was Love at First Listen. Listeners will know me ranting and raving about Call on Me, but it also says I only played it 16 times. So. <laughs> My top song I only, was played 17 times. Yeah. So. I played 725 songs. My top five were Call on Me, Bye Bye Baby. Uh, a song called Carrie by Prep, a song called I Can See You by Sophia Kennedy, and then a Charlie Parker song that uh-huh. I missed the name of. Da, da, da. You want me to add my Spotify players? I listened to 241 artists, but one ruled my world. Nirvana, baby. Yeah. I spent 346 minutes with them, and I was in the top 3% of Nirvana listeners, and I couldn't stop listening to Blue off of Bleach. Huh. I think I absolutely could stop listening to that. Yeah. It's a good song, but it's not that great. It's on Bleach, though. Yeah. Yeah. My top artists were Nirvana, Big Brother, Amy Winehouse, Canned Heat, and Arctic Monkeys. That's very funny. Which I was texting you earlier this week about this that goes to show how much my spotify is skewed toward this show because that arctic monkeys album is the only one on there that's not a show album and it came out like three weeks ago yeah so and i bought it like the week that it came out and it's my top five album (laughs) so yeah i also thought it was funny that the doors didn't make it in your top five because i know it's just kind of crazy i think so much fucking doors this year i think i downloaded all those pretty immediate i don't think i really ever listened to those off spotify because they were really easy to find on youtube yeah so there we go that's it baby all right so and i listened to not nearly as much spotify as you all my things were like half of yours Hmm. like you had two thousand songs i had 700 different songs you had 11,000 minutes I had 5,500 minutes see I have been I've been listening to Spotify a lot more this year because I have how long was I a DJ three four years I have yeah that many years of DJ playlists but I've listened to all of them enough times to where I'm like I'm just gonna throw on like a Spotify playlist or like an album on Spotify yeah um so even sometimes even if I have the album on iTunes um Spotify's already open so I'll just play it on Spotify Makes sense. Yeah. 
It's like yeah, I already it's... bought it. You know, I already supported the artist. I can just listen to it wherever the fuck I want. You're supporting them more. You're getting them more exactly more pennies. You're welcome, Tyler Childers. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I really use Spotify, like, just almost exclusively for, obviously, for uh, work stuff. Yeah, work stuff, uh, for this show. And then, like, listen to some playlists, but, yeah, I must, I pretty much almost all listen to music that I downloaded crazily, or bought, I mean, so. (laughs) Well, fun, PJ. Um... Yeah, so I don't know. I thought our. I think we've. I don't actually know if we have talked about it on the shows before, but I, don't I think thought our listeners might be interested to know how our our Spotify things get affected by the show. Because yeah, there's no way Nirvana was my top listened to artist, but so, yeah, I think I listened to Nevermind only on Spotify, and then after that week was over, was like I should. Yeah. I'll just download it to my phone. But also, yeah. another reason I might have more stats than you like have higher numbers is because I play songs off of Spotify during the show as well that's true so i double listen to everything we do for the show that's a good point actually yeah yeah it's a very good point so which i'm shocked that more didn't get in my top 10 or my top five artists it was only the doors and nirvana i know it is kind of crazy it's really it's nuts man um yeah yeah well pj so and I was only in the top 3% of Nirvana. I wasn't even in the top 1%. With the Rolling Stones, I was at least in the top 1% that year. Not only were we in the top 1%, Pete, both of yeah. you and I for the Stones got the top 0.01% of listeners to yeah. the Rolling Stones. that's right, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, Yeah, that actually is pretty crazy, but it's we're probably the only people who listen to every Rolling Stones album in a single year. That's true. <laughs> that year. We're, we're probably the only people that listen to Black and Blue. Ever on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think you might honestly be right about that. Yeah. Uh all right. Well, PJ, hey, speaking of uh, your year then, like let's do a little uh, ultra rare non show music talk, but PJ, what were some of your favorite albums from the last year, man? Sounds like you really liked Tyler Childers. I did. I bought that the vinyl of Can I Take My Hands to Heaven um the day it came out on its website. Because um, I'd heard, I really like old gospel music, um, okay. and I think he only wrote four of the songs on the album, and the rest are like old standards. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Um, I didn't know. And you know, the track listing was good, and I was familiar with most of them. And then the ones he wrote are so fucking good on that album. Um, so yeah. I, I bought that album. Um, think yeah let me look that one kind of i kind of bounced off of like i was really interested to listen to it and i did two or three times and here's like what stuck with me about it was his band it was kind of a frustrating listen for me because his band was the best i have i've ever heard his band and also like one of the better country backing bands i've i've ever listened to they were phenomenal on fire that album it was so so fucking good and there's so much whichever version has like a lot of good organ on it i know there's like the three different versions i believe it's the jubilee version yeah yeah like an um, incredible kind of hammond organ yeah okay yeah um Um, and so that was incredible and he his voice also his singing was probably the best i've ever heard like his voice was i've never thought i've always liked his voice but i've never been like he's a good singer 
but he truly was like blowing me away on that yeah. album a couple times. He was really going for it. But then the songs themselves, I was just kind of like, mm, it's oh, see, fine. But like lyrically, nothing was really grabbing me. And like melodically, it wasn't grabbing me as much. But see, it was tough because it was like everyone's at the top of the game here, the top of their see, game here. The Way of the Triune God, holy shit. Uh, the yeah. lyrics of that one are great. I think they're phenomenal. And he sounds so good on it. Um, yeah. It looks like he wrote half the songs and the other half are old gospel ones. Um, okay. Yeah. All of the songs he wrote, though, are great. He wrote Old Country. Oh, no. He did not write Old Country Church. He wrote oh, Old um, Country Church sucks. Oh, I love that one. The song or the lyrics just are annoying. Well, me. he didn't write those ones. Those That's an old gospel tune. Um, he wrote Can I Take My Hounds to Heaven. Uh, that one's Purga- great. Purgatory. Okay. Uh, the Way of the Triune God, also great. And okay. uh, Heart You Been Tending. Nice. Which okay. are all, I, the, they're the best songs on the album. But um, yeah. I really like both versions, of, like the Hollywood and the Jubilee. Did not care for the weird uh, third version. Yeah. Where it's just like hip hop and remixed stuff. Yeah, what is it? Joyful Noise? Yeah, I didn't care That's for it. That's what I have it listed as. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so that one was kind of tough. I wanted to like that one a lot more than I did, but I just I need to give it some more time because I only listened to it a few times and then kind of moved on. So, yeah, yeah. I, I I loved it. Um, I I'm surprised that wasn't my in my top. Uh, I guess he was my top artist, but that was none of the songs that were on my top. Yeah, that's kind of I don't get how that works. Like, how can someone be your top artist and then their album or their songs don't show up in your top five? It doesn't really make a lot of sense. I kind of don't. Like, wouldn't your top five songs just be your top five artists? Because those are the top five things you listen to. You would like. I get how albums can be different, but yeah, I don't really get it. Confusing. Um, I'm trying to think. What other? What else came out this year? There are no albums that came out this year that I were interested. Oh damn! Interested in. Interesting. See, this was well. I was going to talk about it, but this is a big a big year for music for me. Not a big year, but. There were a surprising amount. Oh yeah, Donda too. <laughs> Just yeah, that was the biggest one for me for sure. Yeah. yeah, that made a big difference. That was amazing. There's a lot of hip hop that came out this year, but I don't. It's not like hip hop that I listen to. <gasps> like what came out? Didn't Kendrick put out a song this or a album yeah he this did? Year? I know. I found that in. I was looking through what. I was listening to this year and I found that album was like, fuck. I just, I also, I listened to that whole thing, I think one time and then never got back to it. Yeah. I think Kodak Black put out an album. People like him. I don't know. Um, sure. I feel like there was another big, what about Takashi? Has he put anything out lately or? <laughs> I don't know that he's, that's our boy up to. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, um, I think either chance the rapper or, Tyler the Creator. I think it was Chance the Rapper put out an album this year too. Nice. I'm pretty That's, sure. Boy, I'm so far out on him. It's wild. Yeah. It's wild how how far I fell from oh. enjoy, from him being the best rapper I'd ever heard to just like eh, who cares. Yeah. <laughs> um, Orville Peck also put out an album this year called Bronco that was very good. Nice. Um, he's South African. I didn't know that. Whoa, I had no idea. Yeah. Um but um yeah, so those are the two. Um 
An album that Paul really likes that came out this year was Wet Leg by Wet Leg. Mm. Um, yeah. Not something I can get into very easily. Yeah. He, Friend he of the show, it. Thomas, is also very into Wet Leg. Yeah. Yeah, not not my cup of tea. It's not bad though. Like I don't I don't hate it. It's just Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. What about what would you listen to this year, Pete? Well, PJ, this year I was surprised like I I made kind of a concerted effort to listen to new music, which partially helped because a bunch of bands that I really like release new stuff. So like I was going to listen to them anyway, but then I tried to do my best because especially when we're doing the show it gets hard to listen to a lot of other music like last year was a real low point i think i only got like two or three new albums last year yeah um i think it was also kind of a slow year but still i mean covid also kind of yeah backed things up but um yeah so i mean i talked about it earlier but man the new arctic monkeys album is fucking fantastic those guys are crazy they are definitely they have definitely taken the spot of my favorite current band away from those poor little parquet courts. Yeah. Uh, not that anyone, you know, cares. I like it's, parquet look, courts. Alex Turner and the other and Andrew Savage are locked in a dead heat and they we I email back and forth with them all the time and they care. So that's what yeah. that's what's important. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, they want to know who I'm a bigger fan of at any point. I forgot about this album, Pete. Yeah. The Taylor Swift album. <laughs> yeah, of course. Midnight or Midnights. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Um, I know my girlfriend was really excited about it. It's supposed and to be great. I just haven't listened to one yet, so why start don't, now, baby? Don't, it, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't good. Um, That's one, dude, in like five more years, if we're still doing the podcast, we should probably do Taylor Swift, just because she is supposed to be fucking incredible, and I've never given her a fair shot. So. You know... These last four years, I've listened to a lot of Taylor Swift. Because really? Okay. Because of, of Melanie? My girlfriend, Melanie, yeah. friend of the show. Sorry, my brother, Melanie. Um, and <laughs> Like your uh, cousin, right? Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Something. Who knows at this point? Um, and, ooh, boy, do I not really like it. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's another one I forgot about. Jack White put out an album this year. I listened to it once, <laughs> and I thought, this is fine. Boy, that first solo album of his was so fucking good. And then Are you talking I kind of just, or no, wasn't the first what was one it called? Lazzarello? Let me look it up real quick. I feel like that doesn't sound right to me, but I might just be wrong. Uh, but friend of the show, Jake kept up with like his next two or three and then was like, you don't need to keep listening. <laughs> it's not worth it. So Blunderbuss, that's the oh, first Blunderbuss. one. Blunderbuss. Yeah. Was it- Lazaretto was the one after that. I liked that one too. Yeah. Blunderbuss like is really fantastic. Um, and then the dead weather album that came out after he went solo was also really good. I think very good. He also did Van Lee Rose, Van Leer Rose during that time. And that's very good. Yeah. RIP Loretta Lynn. Um, yeah. So like, but his solo stuff, it's, I have no interest in. (laughs) See, I've kind of, he's kind of lost the shine for me. He used to be one of my faves, man. And I just, I don't care anymore. I don't like his, that his hair is blue. Is that? Am I allowed to say that? I just kind of like he's just kind of become like hip, like the more hipster Dave Grohl at this point, where it's just like okay, rock guy, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's but fair. he's like more grumpy instead of Dave Grohl's all smiley all the time. So he's grumpy rock yeah. dad to <laughs> Dave Grohl's fun rock dad. 
Uh, although th- I feel like they would both be in Chevy commercials, <laughs> even though, like Dave Grohl is in the F one fifty or a Chevy commercial well, or whatever. Wait, wait, wait! I feel like Jack White could be too. Honestly, is Chevy out of Detroit? Because he's going to well. only do it if it's. Oh out of yeah, Detroit. you're right. You're right. Yeah, he's, he would do Ford because I think Ford's Detroit. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. I think GM they both are technically. Oh, GM but... is Chevy. Yeah, yeah. So. Um. Yeah, that's a great point, man. Like, show him like driving around like torn up Detroit and just being like, "This is home" or whatever. You know, there was know. literally <laughs> an Eminem commercial that did that. Oh, shit. really? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, just update it with Jack White <laughs> as blue hair, grumpy rock dad. Yeah. Yeah. God, I hate his blue hair. I think it looks awful. <laughs> um. And then speaking of country, I don't know if you're a Nikki Lane person, but she had a new album out like this Nikki year Lane. that is yeah. fan fucking tastic. It's so That's good. What, Nikki Lane is an artist that. I got into, and I hate saying this about artists, but I got into way before mm, yeah. she got popular. Yeah. Um, Me too, kind of. <laughs> like, well, I don't know how popular she is, to be honest. I've I seen remember, her like three times live, and every seeing, time it seems pretty chill. Honest, like it's never been crazy. So I, I found her when her music was still only on Bandcamp. You're, you definitely beat me then, yeah. Yeah. Because she, I guess, I've never heard her first, first album still. I've only ever heard her most, because she had a, an original one that was only on Bandcamp, and then she had one that was through some indie label, yeah. and then she got like a more country-ish label, I think, for her most recent two or three. Yeah, I'm trying to think. How many what... does she have? She might only have four albums. When did Highway Queen come out? Yeah. 2017. Was... See, I saw her. Oh, wow. I've seen her like four times, actually. I'm just remembering. I saw her on her All or Nothing tour in Bozeman in a very weird, like, roadside bar that was, like, definitely her vibe, but not my vibe. And it was just full of, like, a bunch of young hipsters who had never been in there before. And all the regulars were annoyed, you know? So, see, I <laughs> it was love a fun show. Bars like that because I kind of yeah. fit in between. Yeah, exactly. There. Nobody so, knows where I'm going with my I saw her on that tour and I think that's her second album. I saw her on that tour and she was like Oh no, maybe it was the Highway Queen tour, but I was I yeah, I was in Montana then. Fuck, I'm trying I, to remember. I, I think it was like the Highway Queen tour. I got into her when I, I was still in high school. Yes, I was. I remember being in the basement yeah. on my shitty Toshiba you, and downloading her album and losing my mind over it because I found me. her through YouTube nice yeah she's anyway her new album is really great and she's one of those where like she doesn't improve it's just every album is just as good as the last one but then slightly different so yeah but it's a great (laughs) but it's still great yeah which does get old after a while but with her only having four albums you know well she it's yeah it's the last three have come out in like eight years so it's not they're spaced out really (laughs) they're far enough that by the time the new one comes out you are ready for more nikki lane Um, Um, And then also speaking of country, a really great album that I just found out about like a couple days ago. I I missed it somehow because so do you know Waxahachie? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so she came out with an album with another lady who I've never heard of before. who's like another indie singer. Uh, and so it's like them duetting on a bunch of like old school country stuff, like very Emmylou Harris kind of sounding stuff. And it is incredible it's so fucking good i've had it on pretty much nonstop the last week that i since i found it so that's planes is what they call themselves 
which is annoying unless they do more albums, but I hate when like it's just one album that's like a duo thing like that, and then they give themselves a new name because then it's really hard to find. Yeah, so I would agree. Shit. Um, cool. Well, let's let's almost we can almost wrap it up. Uh, let's so to also make it a little bit of a holiday episode at the end here. PJ, do you want to share any of your any of your favorite Christmas tunes you you spin every year? for our listeners and maybe they can be relevant to the show or not. Um, this one is matter. on my list and it's not necessarily a Christmas song, but it's Andrew Bird covering Auld Lang Syne. Mm, and it's good very one. good. I think I have that one actually. Let's see what else I've got on my Christmas playlists. Yeah, that's from that compilation Holidays Rule, huh? Yeah, it's from the second version, yep. though. Which, you know, no, it's from the first version. Oh, okay. Version. No, no, you're right. Um, but my other, one of my other favorite Christmas songs is from the second version, and it is by everybody's favorite little sad boy, um, by the name of Albin Lee Meldow. And he does a very sad cover of a song that I genuinely love. I don't want a lot for Christmas. If it's just one thing I need, I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own more than you. Come true. All I want for Christmas is you. Nice. Hey, speaking of all I want for Christmas is you, my go to favorite song always is the My Chemical Romance. <laughs> We're bringing an old one back, baby. The My Chemical Romance cover of All I Want for Christmas is You. I've never Which heard is it. legitimately fantastic. Do you want me to pull it up? Yeah, hell yes, PJ. I will be the first, a... the first and last MCR song you'll ever hear. I've never been a chemical head. I know that's all right. Sorry, the MC Army. Yeah, that's right. Yes, exactly. This is funny. <laughs> it gets funnier. I also love how slapdash it is. Like, it really sounds like they did it in one take without even setting yeah. up all the equipment. Like, <laughs> and then because it's MCR, you get the backing vocals, of course, because they can't help themselves. It's so fantastic. This is another one of my favorite ones. It's Sufjan Stevens. Oh, yeah. Um, Come on, let's boogie to the elf dance. Yeah, which one of his 5,000 Christmas songs? Yeah, dude, that fucker loves Christmas. Can you believe he made it further into that bullshit than the States, <laughs> than the States. thing? Yeah. He claims, he, he recently claimed that he never said that, that it was an oh, assumption made like by Like people a lot misinterpreted of people. something he said. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I don't know how true that is, though. 
This is one of the all-time great Christmas songs. He has um, a few of my faves, mostly the his covers, but I, he does have some really good originals. Like his version of, oh, I forget, let me look it up real quick. That one's good. This one is also another one of my favorites. You're going to hate it. You probably hear this all the time. Little Uncle Tom for you. Oh, sure. Well, it's Christmas time again. Decorations are hung by the fire. And then, obviously, I don't know. Are you familiar with this one? Yes, I think so. Father Christmas by the Kinks. Yes, it's so dumb. It's I love the Kinks. This song is so dumb, but I love it. I kind of don't like this one. I have to say, I'm not a huge fan. I don't like latter day kinks, like, I don't know, not my thing. Oh, I'm a member of the Church of the Latter Day Kinks, so. That's right. PTL, come to your door. Uh, and um, then, I've got one more. All right. By Wolfpack. It's called Christmas in LA. Nice. You listen to Wolfpack at all? No, I don't know him. Oh, you would love this shit, dude. I fucking love these guys. That's pretty awesome. You got any more, Pete? Yeah, I'll make you play a couple of mine. So, a couple originals, or at least I don't know if, I don't think they're covers. They're not like classics. So, oh wait, sorry. I got to listen to yeah. the chorus. No, it's all good. Sorry, I had to... Uh, all good. I actually think this might, but I wish it was Christmas Every Day by Wizard. I know this one. Yeah, this is... I would... I could have guessed that you love this song, I think. <laughs> it's so fantastic. Um, and then my very favorite Christmas song of all time, and it has been for like probably 10 years now, which is 
kind of a I usually don't have favorite songs that long, but it is year in year out is Christmas is the time to say I love you by Billy Squire. Wow. Yeah, and it is. I've tried to listen to other Billy Squire. It is the only one I like. You don't like the Stroke? This song does rule. See, and I think what you probably like about this one and the Wizard one is you don't hear them everywhere. You know? Yeah. These are kind of so there's deep some cut there's a little Christmas more depth tunes. to it. Like it, it, you get more mileage out of it. Yeah, it's good. Mostly, his like voice is incredible, and then we we do have to play it at least through the guitar solo because it oh, is yeah. in in my personal like top few guitar solos in any song. It's such a great solo. Have we so talked about this? What's this your song? favorite guitar solo of all time? I think we did. I think we have. My general answer is the "Let It Be." I think the single version yeah. is like I think the best one ever recorded. But then "Close" is like there's one of the live Purple Rains, but I don't remember which one. That's just stupid good. Like, but it's the whole song basically, because there's a whole intro that's great too. I don't know, lame answers honestly. I could, if you gave me time, I could come up with better yeah. ones, but those are the top of my head answers. But that's kind of what everyone always says. So. There's a solo on the song "Wah Wah" that I think is very good. Just love that slide. It's man. good. So it's clean. Good, dude. Yeah. You gotta love a clean slide. Yep, that's 60s Pink Floyd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. And I think this is post-Sid Barrett, too, which is scary. Uh, <laughs> in terms of... Um, well, so, so th- yeah. the reason we're playing this song... Yeah, yeah. It's a little... little Listeners might be our, able to guess. Yeah. yeah. This is... Uh, if you go on YouTube, look up Pink Floyd, Merry Xmas song. Yep. Um, our next band is Pink Floyd, is what we're trying to say. Yep, we decided, you know what? We've done enough white dude rock bands from the 60s. Let's move on. We'll do the 27 Club with a bunch of white rock bands from the 60s, plus Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> yeah. And hey, then, hey, 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 Amy Winehouse was also True, okay, 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 fine. Robert and Johnson. <laughs> yeah, our, first, our first and only Jewish artist. Uh, and then, so we're we're going back to our roots, of course, uh, to cover Pink Floyd, baby, because it somehow came out in discussions between. Well, it might have been in our last episode that you really had was. not listened to them at all, which is crazy, for many reasons. But uh, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna try also, and determine which one Pink is. Yeah, we'll see if I we get there. I'm curious as to which one Floyd is. <laughs> yeah, um, that's really the question they should be asking. It's confusing, but. I uh, also, we, we kind of just wanted to beat everybody to the 
punch because there's no Pink Floyd podcasts. Not that we found, yeah. I yeah. guess let us know if your mother has one or something or yeah. we missed it. But <laughs> um, The vote did not come out Pink Floyd. I will say that, but I think we don't want to spoil it. The vote Was came it out- not tied? It was not tied at the end. Oh. We got one more email. Um, oh, okay. Pink Floyd was number two. But the next band we do will be the one that won the, the vote. Yes. So. so basically we're saving the best for last yeah. is what we're doing. We're like on Thanksgiving Day when you push all of those little green beans into the corner to save them for later because you know you want the little crunchies as the last part of your meal. Uh, and so, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll take your word for that. That mm-hmm. was disgusting. Yeah, the little, the little crunchies on the green beans. The onions. Yeah, the crunchies. Yeah, okay. I don't eat green bean casserole because um, I think it's disgusting. I think casserole was a sin to nature. Um, PJ, we're from basically the Midwest. It's, you should have an open mind toward casserole, I think. I've never understood them. Just cook real food. <laughs> it is wildly. I, I've I've eaten I green bean casserole a lot. I don't need everything put together. I could eat it all separate. Yeah. I've, I've eaten green bean casserole a lot, but I've never cooked it. And this year we cooked it for the first time. And... We were like, so what? Should we look up a recipe? I don't think we need it. I think it's literally just green beans, cream of mushroom soup, and the little crispy onions. That's literally and what And Shelby it is. said, well, I think it might be that, but we should look up the recipe just in case. Like, it might be more complicated than that. We looked up the recipe. It is literally those three things. And yeah. then I think you can chop onions inside if you want, but that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Which no white mom is going to do. I will say we got, like, fresh green beans for it. It does make it a lot better than the canned green bean version. Yeah, did you get it, it makes it feel like you're eating of more of like too. a real, you know, vegetable. But yeah. yeah, we did. We grew our own mushrooms, chopped them up, yeah. creamed them. Up in them. foggy old Portland town, they practically just grow in your backyard. They really do. We went into our crawl space full of mushrooms. <laughs> Not a problem, I don't think. I don't think that indicates that there's a moisture issue. I would guess no, but no. what do I know? So, yeah. So anyway, so we're doing Pink Floyd because, yeah, the second vote goes first the first vote goes second it's kind of like the podium thing where you know the third place guy gets up first second place guy gets up second first place girl gets up woman gets up last so he's gonna step up last hey wait i was trying not to say the name (laughs) oh my i'm sorry i was thinking we were gonna go through all the emails in our first no i'll bleep it out new episode all right all right all right so it'll be a surprise we'll go through the emails that voted for pink floyd and others but the winner okay yes won't be revealed for several months people will love that people will be (laughs) potentially a year depending on how many that's true how long we take so Um, anyway so get excited we're gonna start going back to the the 60s to talk about a bunch of uh, four british white four white british dudes or actually, yeah. I think it starts with five and one dies. <laughs> huh, sounds, Real similar. He doesn't yeah. die, but he leaves the band. Huh. I think it's five and then one leaves the band, so it becomes a, a foursome. And so, um, and then they make the best music of their career after that. So, I, I sound do familiar? Want, I, I was thinking Pink Floyd Fellas. I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, yeah, good question. Um, I think, I mean, which one's pink? I think is decent. Uh, one in the pink, (laughs) one in the pink, two in the Floyd. (laughs) I don't think I could respect us anymore after that, Pete, but it is a very good name. (laughs) I'm just going off the top of my head. Uh, 
If Pinky uh, and the Floyd wasn't already a terrible Pink Floyd cover band, I would suggest that. Are they exclusively Montana based? Is that the Montana one? Then yeah. Yes, I, I forget. So. There's multiple. Every like area of the country has their own shitty one. And Pinky and the Floyd might be the one that would play Missoula literally two times per year in the Wilma. Yeah. And then the Wilma would be like, but we're not going to put local artists in there, but we will pay yeah. Pinky and the Floyd to play here twice a year. Yeah, they're from both bullshit. Yeah. God, I hate yeah. Maybe yeah, they might be incredible too, but the idea of it. <laughs> they're not. Yeah, um, there's one in Portland too that I've seen like around a few times on event listings. And it's just, you know, ridiculous. Yeah. Cool. Well, All right. This has been the 27 Beach Boys stones. Um, yeah, exactly. And we stones. thank you for listening. We hope to, uh, you know, I hope you guys keep listening n- next yeah. year and, and stuff. So. Absolutely, yeah. Look for Pink Floyd, whatever it's called, coming in the new year, and have a very happy holiday season. Listen to some of those great holiday songs we shared with you. Particularly this one. <laughs> Beach Boys Boys Production. I don't know. I'm going to tell I a quick story. No, if we ab- did, because they were all ab- dead. About Auld Lang Syne, real quick. Um, Absolutely. You know, I love the song Auld Lang Syne. I truly do. I think it's a great song. And there was, I have never been out on um, New Year's Eve except for one time. It's 2019. So right yeah. before the pandemic. Um, and I went to like, it was like a weird college club in a town in Colorado that I did not live in at the time, but then moved to later and now do not live there anymore. Was it a town called Denver? No. Was Other side Dinda? of the state. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, my roommate was was from uh, New Zealand, so. Denver. Denver, yeah, That's all yeah. I've ever heard. Let's go uh, down to Boda. No, that yeah, I'm fucking work. it up this time, but listeners remember. Listeners remember and love the classic What If John Lennon Was in Denver bit. Yeah. I think it's that's all the way back from the Beach Boys, potentially. I oh, don't remember so this bit at all. It's literally me just saying Denver, yeah, but in, I can't even do it. Denver, yeah. yeah. Like, You're, that's like I a, vaguely got the John Lennon thing going, but not anymore. Denver, yeah. That's much better. Yeah. Much better. Um, but I got very drunk that night um, because I kept ordering whiskey sour doubles, and I think it was a new bartender, and yeah. so it was more like just whiskey in a pint glass. Sure, um, with a little bit of the powder stuff thrown in. Yeah, yeah. and it was, I was having a good time. <laughs> sure. But um, I definitely blacked out at a certain point, and then um, part of the memory I have in between blacking out and coming you know back to was um 
jumping on stage where there was the worst DJ I have ever seen in my life. And I patted him on the shoulder and I said, hey, what song are you going to play at midnight? And he said, why are you on the stage? And I was like, are you going to play Auld Lang Syne? You should really play Auld Lang Syne. And then he was like, get off the stage. And then he like motioned for security. And then I went, oh, got to go. And then I jumped into the crowd and ran away. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, he should have Auld Lang Syne locked in my head. I don't remember what he played, but it wasn't Auld Lang Syne. But when we walked in to this place, there was like, we got there early and there's maybe 12 other people there like around the dance floor area. And he was playing, um, the, my neck, my back, my pussy and my crack song. Nice. Um, so that should tell you all you need to know about this DJ. Yeah. That he was really good. Yeah. That he was, apparently he was ugly. He was the worst you've ever seen, but his, the music incredible. Oh, great. Yeah. So many good mashups. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love the mashups. 